All right, everybody, welcome to a very extremely rare, rare weekend episode of the Intoxicated Sports Report. Uh, Gage is under the influence, so we're doing this remotely. Um, how you feeling there, partner? I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better. It's a very weird, weird episode for us. You know, yeah. we're using we're using a different platform or whatever for not platform, but a recording uh, platform. Yeah, that's that's a recording platform for yeah. what we do because the Spotify for podcasters one isn't working. So thanks, Spotify. Appreciate yeah. you. Love it. Um, yeah, we're also doing this remotely, like you said. I am, you know, I have COVID. It sucks. <laughs> Love that. I'm a two timer now when it comes to COVID. It's it's sweet, but it's not. Not even really that bad. I mean, I had a kind of a bad headache the past couple of days and all that. So you did have it once before, that. right? Yeah, Devin and I had it. I got it. I've got it both times from Devin. Sorry, Devin. It's not the <laughs> shot. It's just, it's just what it is. She's contagious, uh, got, man. <laughs> got it like a year and a half ago, I want to say. Because when you were still living at, at Dover, remember Danny filled in for me for a week? Yeah, yeah, one yeah. Week. That's right. That was before we figured out that we could do it like this. Right. So, yeah, that was probably about year and a half ago i'd say something like that i want to say it was we were approaching episode number 100 when that happened if i remember correctly yeah because we were we afraid i think we were afraid of not being able to or me not being able to do it or something right. like that if yeah I'm remembering correctly <clears throat> yeah feeling good you know just just a bummer you know sucks that i'm not going to get paid for work that's kind of the only thing i'm really worried about just, yeah you know, just because you know the, the, the year just started and all this and it's been a very slow week yeah it's no just been kind of it's just been kind of weird i mean it's kind of nice to be lounging around but you know i just got back like i've only worked one day of work because we had our two-week break we started on back on tuesday i didn't go because i felt like shit because Devin had tested positive like two days before that right and i was just kind of like fuck so i didn't really feel good and the wednesday i felt fine and then Thursday, I went to work, and I kind of had like a scratchy throat, but I didn't think anything of it because I kept testing negative. Yeah. And so I didn't really think about taking a test, and I actually didn't that morning. And so Devin was like, oh, did you test this morning? Not really like nagging me about it, but just asking me. And I was like, no. And I was like, yeah, I probably should. So I went to my boss. I'm like, hey, can I take a COVID test just to be safe? And then there was. Sure, shit, like 10 minutes later, I walk out of the bathroom, and both my bosses are there like, hey, you got to go. <laughs> In a nice way. They're like, you're, like you're positive. And yeah. You just got to go. Oh, so you like, took the test and gave it to them? Well, I took the test like in their office because I didn't want to make a big deal out of it, like kind of freak out any of the volunteers or anything like that. Right. And so I took one. My boss took one, too, because she just got back from a trip from her two, or two weeks off, and she was really sick, too, but she kept testing – or she tested negative. I tested positive and then pretty much just went home and kind of sad and was in bed for most of that day, but I'm feeling good now. Nice. Having my first having my first drink of the new year. There you go. Sorry, dry sorry, dry January, not here. Yeah. I like to call Jan I like to call it a damp January. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to drown. I don't want to be dry. <laughs> I kinda just want to be right there. Yeah. I'm making a vow to uh to not drink beer, but I'm I'm definitely sticking with cocktails. Well, you know, I'm drinking a Heineken, so there goes there goes for me. <laughs> yeah. There you I go. believe I believe I believe Danny brought these last week, right? He did, indeed, yep. Yes, because you, you brought the Stellas, and we saw some of those left in my fridge. I figure I don't want to open a bottle of wine. Yeah. I'm not gonna drink. I mean, I could drink the whole bottle of wine, but I don't think I want to do that to myself today. <laughs> yeah, probably not the smartest move. <laughs> so I figure a couple of beers is probably better for me. So There you go. And it's a very rare 
victory Saturday for us. It's just kind of weird today. It's yeah, a weird episode. it's off. Totally, totally way off. We haven't done an episode since uh, see the 29th, I believe it was. Yes, maybe even the 28th. Right. I can't remember. Yeah. So yeah, yeah just that right. So uh, yeah, just a little off schedule, but uh, we need to get the news out to you. So that's why we're here. Uh, you first, said episode, first episode of 2024. Yes, anyway, that's so. right. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Hope you all had Happy a better New, New Year's Year. than we did. <laughs> we don't have to get into that story because we talked too much already. But long story short, didn't do anything for yeah, New Year's. Pretty much just packing it. But I have to say, it was nice not waking up hungover on the first of the year for back-to-back years. Like I told you, I haven't done that since I was probably 13 and 14. <laughs> Maybe 12 and 13. You know what I mean? I was bummed I wasn't hungover, honestly. <laughs> you expected more? Yeah, I like. I just wanted, you know, we talked about it, how like the hang, this, you know, the the casual hangover watching uh, the semifinals yeah. of college football. Yeah. It's, it's, it's mint, but well, our, our original plan was so good, mm-hmm. and it just ah. seemed like it was going to work out so well, and then it just didn't. Yeah. And that's life, you know. I'm not mad about it. It happens, you right? Know? I think we hyped it up a little bit too much too, so it like made the, uh, you know. The let down a little, little harder. Yeah, figuring out your girlfriend has COVID on New Year's Eve is just <laughs> that's the best. Kind of, kind of stabbed in the gut. You're like, oh, you fucking kidding me? Five, there goes my next five days. Right. <laughs> but we're here. We're on the road to recovery for me and Dev, and here's to a healthy rest of the year. If I get yeah. COVID one more time in this fucking year, I'm gonna flip out. I'm gonna slap you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll take right. you up on that slap. I would deserve that slap. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> all right, let's get it going. Yeah, all right. Time for the news. Uh, on Wednesday, PSG played in uh, the French Super Cup, also known as the Trophée de Champion, um, and they beat Toulouse 2 nothing in that game. Mbappe scored a goal. Sounds like Mbappe is, you know, close to making a decision on his future with PSG, which the transfer window is open for the winter at the moment. So waiting to see what happens there. I'm not expecting anything because – you know, soccer news is always kind of BS, but mm-hmm. but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, also, uh, the United States uh, World Junior Hockey Champions, uh, they beat the host nation Sweden yesterday 6-2 to win their fifth gold medal. Okay, that's, that's pretty, good. pretty good stuff. Back-to-back, back-to-back golds? Uh, no, they won back in 2021, so it's been a couple of years. Okay, so they do it every year. Yes, this is every year. Got you, yeah. got you. Yeah. Remember, they, they, didn't they win it when you were living at Dover? Yeah, yeah, they did. That was, yes, uh, yes. yeah, it was 2021. So it's every year. Okay, got it. Hey, yep. you, got, you always got to love when, you know, the United States wins at hockey because it's not our sport. Right. But, you so, know, a lot of people are kind of saying that. If, we're on the rise? Yeah, like if Ooh. there was an Olympics where the, all the NHL guys got to play, that the United States might have a, a team that's good, as good as Canada, if not better. So. Well, especially if Bedard has a glass jaw. I mean, I'm feeling good about it. (laughs) Right? He's irrelevant at this point. (laughs) Good for the USA. USA, USA, USA. That's what I got to say. It was, and I believe they won it on the 20th anniversary of the first time they won it. So, pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Meant to be. Meant to be. And then some baseball news uh, for the Giants. They made an interesting trade yesterday, acquiring starting pitcher Robbie Ray from the Mariners in exchange for Mitch Haniger and Anthony DiScofani. Um, kind of a – I mean, interesting is the best way I can put it. Uh, Ray is not actually going to pitch until after the All-Star break, it sounds like, because he's coming okay. off Tommy John. But okay. he is a former Cy Young winner back in 2021. So – 
you know, there's obviously some high ceiling. I told you yesterday via text when we were talking about it that he's kind of like a a poor man's Blake Snell, who's a free agent right now, of course. Can we just get Blake Snell? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I mean, come on. It's good to know that, that Farhan's not, like, just sleeping. He's not, yeah. He's doing, he's doing something. He's not mailing it in completely. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to Dev yesterday. Do you think Far? Do you think this is it for Farhan? Like, do you think he'll get? You think he'll get cut by the Giants? Well, not cut, but fired at any point during the regular season this year? Uh, I'd be surprised if it happened during. I, I think that's. I mean, unless things are just going totally south, like they're completely out of it in you know yeah. June or July. But uh, but if the if they're, I'd say if they're like hovering around 500 in the middle of the season, he's going to make it all the way through. Because uh, yeah. there's like kind of no point in firing a GM midseason otherwise. Gotcha. Okay. But uh, but I do think this is his last. Like if the Giants don't make the playoffs, he's done. I, I got a thing, anyways. And she made the good point. I think it's time for a nice kind of clean clean up house, clean shop, or maybe a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope they – like, Bob Melvin, I would like to think that his job is safe, um, regardless well, yeah, of what okay. happens. I guess I mean just from far hands, like the GM. Yeah, the, the front office. The baseball ops. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's had his chance. I mean, what he, he's been here for – this will be his, I believe, sixth season with the organization. So it's kind of time to, to show something on the field, right? <clears throat> I had one little piece of news that's kind of funny real quick. Did you, did you watch The Herd yesterday? Uh, I want to say I had it on. Why? So I was watching – I watched a little bit of it, and they did this segment called – it's very I, – I love the name. It's something that I should have thought of but didn't. It's called <laughs> Bull or Baloney. <laughs> and it's it's pretty much his version of our name that bowl game. Okay, nice bowl or baloney. So they're at, they're they're asking Colin like, is this a real bowl game? And he said yes or no. And he got most of them right, so he's better than you in that. Oh, fucker. <laughs> my my one thing I gotta say about this is uh, I'm calling my lawyers. I need to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Colin, Uncle yeah. Colin, if you listen to our show, thank you. You know, it's funny. I think. I think I have seen him do that game in the past. In the past years. Okay, shh. No, I, yeah. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. I'll cut that out. Yeah. I'll cut that out. That means I took it from him. <laughs> yeah. But in all seriousness, I just thought it was funny. I was like, wait, we just did this like two weeks ago. Yeah. I like that name, the Bowler Baloney. <laughs> yeah, that's why those guys get paid more yeah. money than we do. Yep. <laughs> so. That's good stuff. That's my, contrib- that's my contribution to the news. And <laughs> on to college football, of course. The New Year's Six bowl games that happened. The results we had missouri beat ohio state 14 to 3 in the cotton bowl all these games I'd... sucked by the way <laughs> the semifinals great these games sucked i didn't watch this game i mean ohio state what? we had this Did game on while we were playing poker yeah i don't remember a lot from that night <laughs> You know, yeah, no, we did. You don't remember? Uh, sh- <laughs> Sorry. Actually, no, I do. I do remember that a little bit. I remember being on, but that wasn't my wasn't my main focus. Obviously, this game was three zero Ohio State going into the fourth quarter. <laughs> That's how fucking bad it was. <laughs> oh man, um, Ole Miss, who I picked, beat Penn State thirty eight to twenty five in the Peach Bowl. Good call. Good call. <laughs> Props to me. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Georgia did all of the college football community a favor by beating Florida State 63-3 to in the Orange Bowl. Florida State, I don't want to hear anything ever again. Not a peep. And, yes, there was a lot of people from Florida State that did not play in this game. But this is terrible. This is the biggest blowout in bowl game history 
And the second one was Georgia versus TCU in the Natty last year. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> I tried to forget that 60- game happened. Yeah, do you remember we all all got together for that game? (laughs) It was hell embarrassing. (laughs) We were just like like chilling at your parents' house watching the game. No no skin in the game watching a terrible fucking game. (laughs) It was awful. I remember after halftime, I'm like, well, you know, TCU, if they could score on this opening drive, I think they might have a chance. Didn't happen. No. Actually, in my books, it was seven. I don't remember when they scored. Right. uh, Yeah. I don't think they ever were in the game. At least not in the second half. Yeah, so that game was <clears throat> terrible. Um, Oregon beat Liberty 45-6 to in the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, you're right. Sheesh. These games weren't great. Liberty scored on the opening drive of this game, missed the extra Did point, they... and oh, it okay. went downhill from there. <laughs> it was 45-0 from there on out. Uh, I mean, I don't really have anything <clears throat> else to say about this. Besides, um, I'll mention it now since I mentioned Georgia. Brock Bowers, Napa product. Going to the draft. Going, going, to, going to the draft like we thought. Yep. I think it's a good move. I didn't really see any reason why he would come back unless he wanted to graduate, but he can still even do that later on in his life. Yeah, I mean, he's looking like being probably a top ten pick. You know, maybe even yeah. f- top five. If I want to say I saw Mel Kiper not or not too long ago put him in his top five. Yeah, yeah, which I think, think it's a possibility. Insane. I've heard him go into the Chargers, which I think Justin Herbert would love that. That would be a nice fit. Especially since goes there, yeah, you Harbaugh can't, goes there. Yeah, I think Harbaugh. They should go hard after Harbaugh, personally. Yeah, that would be a, a nice uh, change of change of scenery. I agree. So, congrats to Brock Bowers. You're going to be a very rich man very soon. Yeah. I, one thing I got to say about like the bowl games nowadays is they're such a fucking joke. Like we're, I know, I know we've had our disagreements about the playoff expansion, and I'm not going to go into talking, it. Because, are we talking? Are we talking about it now? We're not having no. We're shot? not having a debate. We're not having a debate. I'm just putting okay, this point I'm, out there. I'm that, just kidding. I'm yeah, just kidding. like the the players that opt out. It like what what's the point of these games? Like there's they like even to me like the Orange Bowl and the Cotton Bowl like those games to me used to mean something. But if you're a senior on your way out and you don't want to play in this game, what's the point of us having these games? It's such a joke, you know. And that's not even that's not even talking about even all the other shitty bowl games that mean absolutely nothing. It's it's terrible. I do agree with what you're saying, but I don't. We we can't just put we can't make the focal point of all these bowl games just for the players that go into the NFL, you know, because there's more players that aren't going to the NFL on these teams than are. For so sure. It's kind of because I mean you have to have the game still. It's not like just because like a Brock Bowers or. Like, you know, let's say like a J.J. McCarthy didn't play. Like, you have to, you still have to have the game. You're not just going to cancel it because. No, I'm not saying not to cancel it. I'm saying, like, they shouldn't have these games at all. Like, they should just, not because players decide to back out. Because players are deciding to back out, they should, in the future, stop doing this shit because it's just, it's a joke. It's pointless. Because you so, know you guys are going to do it anyways. So you're saying, for example, the Florida State-Georgia game. We all knew Florida State had a ton of guys not play. Yeah. So you're saying all together just don't play the game? I'm saying because we know going forward that players don't play in these games anymore, they should not do them anymore is, is where I'm going with that. Oh, like, so, so you're saying don't do any bowl games besides like the, the playoffs. Or, yeah. I mean, what's the point? I know they're not going to do that because, okay. but okay. I, yeah. okay. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. That's not, that's not terrible. I mean, it's kind of like, it's a pride thing. Right? So it's so it's a tradition based bullshit. The guy who's a realtor in five years can tell his people that, oh, yeah, I played in the, the Pop-Tarts Bowl two years ago. You know? <laughs> right. Which is still, it's cool. Like, hey, I've never played in the bowl game. Neither have you. you yeah. know, it's kind of a flex, I guess. Right. I mean, you're playing in the 
you're playing in the the Verbo whatever bowl. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just. I just I think, think that, yeah, I just think like the, the players have kind of decided that these mean nothing. So like, what, why do we have to keep pretending like they do mean something? Is kind of what, where my mind's at. But isn't that the point now of this new CFP structure? Yeah, I mean, I, that's like why. Will, yeah, the games like the Orange Bowl, Peach Bowl, and Cotton Bowl will now matter. Yeah, exactly. Which I'm, I'm really excited about. I mean, yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean we're going to get great, you know, product per se, but, yeah, you know, blows can happen, you know, regardless of what the situation is. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. On to the CFP semifinals, the Rose Bowl game. And, Wow. Can I just start with what it looked like on TV? So good. I couldn't even imagine being there. I mean, you've, you've been there. I know Nick has been there. But, God, it was just – I don't know what it was. Like, I'm sitting on my couch just wishing I could be at the stadium right now. That's what it was for me. It yeah. was beautiful – whatever they call it, the – what was it, the B2 or whatever B2 it's called? B2 flyover, yeah. Fuck. Dude, that thing was sick. That, the, the bird's eye view of the, of the shot of the B2 flying over was incredible. Yeah, I agree. I heard someone on Around the Horn say this yesterday. I think I've said this before in the past on this podcast that I want every national championship game to be played at the Rose Bowl for that reason alone, given what it looked like. Cause it's just so beautiful. Yeah, I almost want every Super Bowl played there. And it's never <laughs> going to happen, but it's right. just like I want every important football game ever to be played at two o'clock at the Rose Bowl. They do need to put a Super Bowl back at the Rose Bowl at some point. That'd be fucking I mean, I sweet. I can't imagine they'll ever get rid of the Rose Bowl just because of how historical it is. But let's say they did. They'd have to put, like, one more Super Bowl there, right? Yeah, that would be awesome. That'd be great. So that was my rant of how good it looked. Yeah. Now for the game, Michigan beat Alabama 27-20 in overtime. J.J. McCarthy, three touchdowns. He was the offensive player of the game. Blake Corm, the running back for Michigan, 118 on the ground, two touchdowns. Michigan sacked Jalen Milrow six times. That was that was the I, biggest thing I, for me is that that Michigan front was insane all game long. Yeah, I I can't say I've watched a lot of. I mean, I, you know, I haven't watched a lot of college football this year given my work schedule. I haven't watched a lot of Michigan in general, but their defense on that day looked like it was dominant. Yeah, They're, at least their at least their front seven or front five, whatever the hell it is. It's they were they were getting through Alabama like it was no problem. Right. It, it's one of those things that's interesting too, because you like in in our lifetime of watching football, at least over the last like last ten fifteen years, you watch Alabama play. They don't get pushed around ever, and they got pushed no. around quite a bit in this game. They got they got bullied. Yeah, it's they. I, I feel like the kind of like in a way like how the Warriors like even when the Warriors won the championship recently, you could tell the rest of the league caught up to them, and mm-hmm. you know they they've you know run right past them at this point. And it's kind of the same way with Alabama. I think the rest of the country is kind of caught up with, with you know Nick Saban and, and his ability to recruit and, and coach. I'm gonna say Jalen Milrow. I'm saying his name correctly, right? Mm-hmm. I I don't really see it. Yeah, he's, he's not, he can play, but he's as a as like a pure quarterback, like definitely not. He yeah, I just. I mean, against that defense and given Michigan's one of the best defenses in the country, it just he, he looked like he didn't know what he was doing a lot of the time. Yeah, he, he definitely looked lost. I, and I just, I, feel, think, I just feel like he was I feel like he was scrambling a lot and 
trying to make plays on his feet. I don't know if that was necessarily part of the play call. If that's just because he had to do it. I think that's just the player he is. He's not, I, he's not like a great reader of the field per se. He, he's more of like a, you know, he's a very modern day quarterback where he, his, his second read is I'm going to start getting out of the pocket, you know? Yeah. But congrats to Michigan. They finally got over the hump per se. And they, they made their, they've made it to the championship game. Finally, they were yeah. down, but they were down a touchdown going with a couple minutes up in the fourth quarter. They made yeah. it work. And then they won in overtime, Alabama, like I said, Jalen Milrow. I think the play call was they were trying to maybe, you know, pitch it to left to the running back for Alabama. Yeah, I don't, I don't but know. The, what, but, but, the, but the snap was low. Like, it seemed to be all game for Alabama. Right, so Jalen yeah. Milrow kind of had to, you know, just on the fly go through the middle. And obviously it didn't work. He got he ran into a wall. Their center was struggling. But, yeah. And – and on the, the game time drive too, ballsy call by Harbaugh with like three minutes yeah. left on his own 30 going yeah. for it on fourth and two or three, whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, if, that, they'd uh, be pretty yeah. much put the game on the line with that play. Yeah. I mean, Blake, it was Blake Corman caught it, right? And he was yeah. wide open. Yeah. Ran Perfect for, play call. Yeah. It was, it was great. And then, and then the huge catch that snagged by Wilson too later in the mm-hmm. drive. Yeah. Amazing yeah. catch. Tip of the finger catch type yeah. stuff. Yeah. And that, the way that pass got deflected too. And still stayed mm-hmm. on a good trajectory. It was crazy. Yeah, that was wow. a hell of a game. That's that was a, that was a really good game. Yeah, I was, able to, I was able to watch both these games pretty much in totality. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's got to be the the best pair of semifinal games we've ever had in in this era. Absolutely, I've been on the record saying that. You know, I've said I don't want them to change because is it going to be any better when it comes to the structure? Right. But this is the this is the first time that I think. That both games have been equally good. Right. I, don't, I think I don't think I think you can go look at it. I don't think it's even a question. I think the the great part about this, like going forward, is that, and it's not going to be like this every year, but we had a lot of teams that you could really make a very good case that they could have been in this semifinal. You know, like Georgia, I mean, obviously Florida State being undefeated, um, and so you you had a lot of good teams this year, and I hope that you know the trend keeps going in that direction where we have a lot of teams yeah. that really have a chance to win it all. On to the Sugar Bowl, Washington beat Texas 37-31. to 31. Michael Penix, Jr., 430 yards in the air, two touchdowns. This game was weird towards the – Washington, in my opinion, had, had – just was in the driver's seat the entire game. Yeah, they had complete control in the, you know, from, like, middle of the third quarter on. The Texas quarterback, I don't really love him. I yeah. don't really love him, what he was doing on that day. At he kind of just chucks the ball around. I didn't really see it. Like It got to a point where they they kept like going back to or going on to Arch Manning's face to see if he didn't come in. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and wouldn't, wouldn't that have been great if Arch Manning came in and would have won the game for him? I know. <laughs> it's like, what do you do if you're Sarkeesian the next week? Do you start, you start dude or do you start Manning? Yeah. You know what I mean? All right. Colin made a good – Coward made a good comparison with yours. He compared him to Jay Cutler, which I think is totally on point. He just – he he's got some arm talent, but he just like – sometimes you're like, what the fuck is he doing, you know? Yeah, I didn't – I mean, and it's – and Washington doesn't even have a great defense. No, so I don't know. One of the worst passing defenses in the in the country. So if you're – what's the Texas quarterback's name? I'm sorry, I can't. Uh, Quinn Ewers. Ewers. Quinn yeah. Ewers. If yeah. you're Quinn Ewers, it's like – or if you're a fan of Texas, you're like, is this guy it? Right. 
I'm, I'm looking I'm looking down the bench trying to find number 16 to say, can we get this guy so get, can we get him going, please? All right. <laughs> can we get Manning going, please? He has the last name. He's got to throw the ball better than this. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what happens next year at the quarterback position for them because yeah. Ewers can come back, and then what's Arch going to do? He's going to sit for a third straight year. Yeah, I know, right? So. so like I said, Washington was in the driver's seat this whole game, and it got weird at the end. So – they got the. I'm trying to explain this the best way I can. And it was what less than two minutes left for Washington. They had the ball. Yeah. They're trying to run the clock down, and it's third down, going to fourth down. And they run it, and they're they're pretty good running back. I forget what his name is. I think it's yeah, Dylan Johnson. He gets hurt on the play, right? And Texas yeah. doesn't have any timeouts left. Yeah. And so the clock automatically stops because that's just how it is. Yeah, and injury so, timeout, right? Yeah, so Texas gets a, an absolute gift by saving, what, 30 seconds? It was like – so it wasn't 20 like it should have been. It was like 50. Yeah, I think I think Texas ended up getting the ball with like 47 seconds left, and it should have been like literally – Yeah, 15. Something like that. Yeah. And so what do they do? They go all the way down the field, and it literally comes down to the end, like the last play of the game where – From like the 15, 20-yard you know, line-ish, right? All, you know, I'm not a quarterback. I've never been a good thrower of the football, even when it comes to a Nerf football. But if Ewers would have put it on the chest of the receiver, it would have been a lot more interesting. That's all I got to say. If Yeah, and, like, the more I watched it, the more I was like, yo, if he just, like, threw that with some timing, he was open for a long time. But then he just kind of lobbed it up there. If he underthrows him, I think it's a touchdown, and Texas is about to win the game <laughs> pending an extra point. Right. Yeah, he definitely could have hit him. Didn't love the play call. I mean, I get it. You got literally one second left. I mean, you to me, gotta... to me, that's to me, that's like, what's your best play? Right. Give me your best play, and this is that's what you got to run. What's your best play inside the twenty? You're not gonna, you're obviously not gonna run it. Yeah. What's your best passing play inside the fifteen? Yeah, something that's gonna get the ball to the goal line or inside the end zone. It's you got to run exactly. that. And I, and I think it was a good play call. I think he just he missed he missed the throw. He he made a bad throw. Uh, he, he threw it too high. I think I'm telling you, if he would hit it in the numbers, yeah, I think he probably would have caught it. If you're if your guy is in front of the defender, you don't throw like a lob for a fade type throw. You you throw it yeah. underneath. <laughs> yeah. But Washington, I, I texted you, and I think it might have been you and Sal or you and Nick. I was I said I would have been sick for Washington if they would have lost that. Oh, game I know. Fashion. And, and I heard some people talking about like the whole injury rule, like stopping the clock and how it needs to be addressed. And he did, like, no one really knew how to do it, but there, it didn't seem fair to Washington where like an injury to their own player. I know. Is like a, is like it, it's, it was, you know, they were getting penalized twice in a situation, essentially. They got, they're losing a guy to injury and they're giving time to a team that didn't deserve it, you know? Cause I'll tell you this. I mean, anything can happen. But if it's 15 seconds left for Texas on their own, completely different situation. It's it's, it's not even it's, they're not going to even get close to that. That's think. three plays on your own. Like what, they get the ball in like the inside the 20, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a completely different situation. So I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if maybe college football might change that. I think they I think they would seriously have to consider it if Washington would have lost that game. Right. Obviously they didn't. But well, I mean, this definitely brings it to light still, even though they did win. And not only that, I don't even know what their running back for Washington, what his situation is going to be going into Monday. I didn't think about that. I, I haven't really heard about it. So, but that's that's got to be one of the worst things that makes you sick. Is like, man, we don't even necessarily had to. I mean, we could have, we could have Penix just kneel it. 
I mean, that would have been the, yeah. you know, a better result <laughs> in, yeah, high, know, hindsight, in hindsight. Yes. I mean, they still won the game, but I, I don't know. It's, they, they were really close, but I'm happy for Washington. I'm really happy for the Pac-12, 100%. I mean, right. isn't it just almost po- – I'm not going to say poetic justice because Washington hasn't won it yet or whatever. Yeah. But, it, but it'll be poetic justice if Washington beats Michigan because this is supposed to be the quote-unquote, you know, last year of the Pac-12. Right. It would, it would be cool for it was, the Pac-12. It, It'll be too, it'll be too perfect. Yeah. That being said, it's Washington, Michigan, national championship in Houston, I believe. Is that where they're playing? NRG I think that Stadium? sounds right. Uh, nice. By the way, Dylan Johnson is expected to play on Monday. So that's good. That's the running back. Yeah. yeah. Good. They're going to, they're going to need him. Yeah. But Michael what? Penix, real quick, Michael Penix is just, God, you said a couple months ago before I even really knew who he was, just an absolute, dime thrower dude. yeah like he just it's almost like the ball's on a string he yeah he the just way he he, gets, the way the way he hits his receivers it seems like he, he yeah he can just put it wherever he wants to it's insane which is amazing because what i've heard about him is you know he i, I didn't know this until a couple you know last week that he played at indiana yeah and he was not that kind of player he was more of a runner okay interesting so i don't know but I, I don't know what the hell he did to perfect the throwing motion and to hit receivers perfectly but he's done it and his draft stock, in my opinion, is just rising and rising. Oh, for sure. It, it has Caleb, Williams, Caleb Williams is going to be number one. But I would not – I mean, I, how could you blame anybody – like, how could you blame the Bears if Penix throws for 450 on Monday, wins the game, and they're like, man. I want this guy. This guy instead. All right. I mean, I – I mean, that's, that's, that's still a lot to happen. But I would not – I mean, I wouldn't <clears> – like, this guy is a great thrower of the football. What, what do you? Like, I don't want him. Go, I, I don't want him going to the Giants or the Commanders. I'll tell you that much. I don't want to deal with this guy for 15 years. Is this not like one of the deepest quarterback drafts? I, I, obviously, these guys are still prospects, but I can't remember a time in our lives where there were like six guys that could be top 15 picks at the quarterback position. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. You know, I'm not going to act like I know. I, mean, I know the names. I'm not going to act like I've seen a lot of the snaps or anything like that. But from what I'm hearing from the experts, yeah, this seems like one of the, the deepest draft classes yeah. for quarterbacks in a long time. It's crazy. I mean, I mean not ever. yeah. And so it kind of makes me wonder, like, should the Bears, you know, trade down to a spot where they think they can get a guy that they still like and maybe get a haul for the first pick? Like get some, like get like a, like a nice like lineman or like a defensive player or something like that is what you're well, saying. Well, no, I'm just saying you tra- like. Oh, you, it, oh okay, yeah. Because you can still trade. get a quarterback if you go down to like five, you know, like Penix could still yeah. be there, you know, if they liked him a lot and thought they could still get him a number five. I don't think the Bears will do that because I think the Bears have already caught in so much flack for not or for drafting Trubisky over Mahomes years ago. Yeah. Because I, I mean, because if they if they pass on Mahomes and then they do what you just said, which I don't think is a terrible idea in theory, but I think the Bears are so afraid to miss on another really good quarterback, <laughs> and I think they're gonna they, they have to pick Caleb Williams. I know my my fear for him if he goes there is that he's just gonna be Justin he's gonna be another Justin Fields because and not because it's lack of talent it's just like what's around him you know and like they're they gonna have the right coaching staff around him for, to to succeed. Yeah, but well, the bear. Well, the Bears have to figure that out then. They have to really. I mean, maybe they should go after Harbaugh. I mean, yeah, they should. The connections there. Yeah, I think so. there's a lot of there's like there's probably going to be like six or seven head coaching vacancies, and they should, all should offer Jim Harbaugh their best, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, 
I think the Cowboys should offer Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> I mean, who cares? Just go, yeah. just go for it. All right. All right. On to the championship game predictions. Who's picking? Well, we'll we'll do our picks. Let's talk about what we think is going to happen first. Unless you want to do it the other way around. Um, I mean, no, we could do who we think is going to win. You want to go first? Yeah, I mean, I I do. I think this is a really interesting matchup because of two very different teams. Obviously, Washington with their passing attack. I think the most interesting matchup of like, uh, you know, units is Michigan's pass rush going against Washington's passing game. Because I, I heard Michael Penix has only been sacked 11 times this year. Really? Yeah, and they obviously Michigan. We saw them sack Jalen Miller six times. So I think that's going to be a really interesting thing to watch. Something's got to give. Yeah. Right. Um, and like, can, can Michigan, if they don't get home on panics, can they defend the deep passing game that he's been so prolific with, with him yeah. and, and his receivers? So I think that's going to be fun to watch. I, I still, I think I like Michigan by one score because okay. I don't know that Washington is going to be able to defend the run and the play action that Michigan is going to bring to the table. Um, Michigan doesn't, when they play good teams, they don't run them off the field. Um, we've seen that pretty much every time they've played a good opponent. It's a it's a tight game <clears throat> all the way to the end. Yeah. Um, but I still think that their physicality is probably going to win, you know, be the, the difference maker in this game. Ooh, who's going to the house? Is that Johnson? Yeah, I just saw that. I think I'm a little um, behind. I unfortunately have to agree. I mean, I, I really want it for Washington. I said before, I think it'd be great. Yeah. But how I saw Michigan's defense play, I just I think they're gonna have struggles with that. Yeah, and I think and given how and given how Washington's defense isn't that great, right. and Michigan is a pretty good offense. I just it all signs to me point to Michigan. If I was betting the end, I'd bet Michigan. I'd yeah. probably bet them beat the spread. I'd probably say yeah, seven to ten points. I can beat them by maybe lead late by seven, maybe fumble a pick, a turnover, something like that. Blows it open a little bit. Make a field goal, maybe go up, maybe go up ten really late, and yeah. So I pick I pick Harbaugh finally winning the big one. How do you yeah. like that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's it seems like destiny at this point, right? Especially in a in a controversial year for Harbaugh too. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. But for you, I mean, for for you, it's gonna be cool if they win because obviously you're been you're a Stanford guy, you're a Niner guy, and he coached both those teams. Yeah, I know you still like Harbaugh. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. And I felt like he got. The raw end of a deal getting let go by the Niners. I think fucking 49ers front office is stupid as hell for that. Not that I mean, I'm, yeah. not that I'm mad about having Kyle Shanahan, but it's just like, what are we doing here? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, but, uh, I, 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 I think it's got potential to be a really interesting game. Um, yeah. probably maybe high scoring, honestly, you know, I, especially with Washington going to be pushing the ball down the field quite a bit. I hope it's a good game. I just I'm sad that I'm not gonna be able to watch it with anybody. All <laughs> yeah, right, we can Facetime. Unless, yeah, <laughs> unless I'm somehow negative by Monday, which is possible, but I don't know. It's yeah, because that would, would that be your fifth day? I mean, I think it'd be like the fourth and a half or whatever. Yeah, whatever. I'd probably just <clears throat> stay away from people until Monday, anyways. Just yeah, be safe. probably a good call. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. I think it's. It's also, and it's not because I'm I'm not an SEC hater necessarily, but it's kind of refreshing to see a non-SEC national championship 
especially yeah. since we've seen like Bama and Georgia play in the game recently. Um, we've seen both of them make the playoff multiple times in, in recent years. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I'm glad to not have to see that. Um, yeah. And it's cool. Yeah. Like we already talked about Washington making the championship game out of the Pac-12. Pretty cool stuff. This, and it just, for, for Washington, it feels like they're not like a blue blood, you know? It just feels like them being here is like just out of left field. I know they've been really good. They're undefeated, but you know what I mean? Just like the, the name alone. Yeah. Them being here, like, like, oh, like you're from the Pac-12 when you're here? Like you're not from the <laughs> SEC or the, right. the Big Ten or you know anything like that. So it's just cool. I think it's a really cool story. And I'm starting to love Michael Penix more and more. Dude, he's so, he's so just like fulfilling to watch from like if just watching the passing <laughs> yeah. game. Like he's such yeah. a great thrower of the football. It's insane. And if you haven't watched yeah. him play, just go watch his fucking highlight reel. And it's pretty much what you get on a every on a game to game basis. Yeah. If you just watch his highlights. Or if you, or if you, or if you don't, and for some reason you're not going to want to watch the game on Monday, maybe watch it and see what happens. Because I'm yeah. sure he'll might, might not win the game, but he'll probably put the ball on a string to somebody. Yeah. His deep ball is insane. And he doesn't throw it like with supreme power. He just drops yeah. it in there. Kind of reminds and, you know, me of like when. So, he, go ahead. He's a lefty, so it's kind of like awkward looking. Yeah. I mean? Yeah, it's a little different. I, yeah, it's a little different, but it works. Yeah. It's kind of like when you watch James Harden shoot a step back three. You're like, that doesn't look right, but it's butter. <laughs> oh, oh, now you want to say James Harden is butter? Yeah. One yeah, one out of every three times it's better. <laughs> yeah, the Clippers are pretty good right now. Dude, though. they're the they're pretty good. They're rolling. They're rolling. They are rolling. Okay, so let's make picks. Uh, it's your uh, it's your turn this week. Oh, oh so okay. you can uh, just like you did with the Navy Army pick, you can either defer or or you can take who you want. I'll take Michigan with the points. Okay, I think that's a that's a fair pick. Yeah. Yeah, I I um I think Washington has a very good chance to win, but I still think Michigan is the team to beat here. So I agree with that. But I'll take Washington plus four and a half there. <laughs> there you go. Since we're down to the final, I thought, I, I thought you were gonna pull a fast one. I thought you were gonna pull a fast one and say, "Yeah, I'll take Michigan minus four and a half too." <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what are we doing?" No, no, no. no. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, um. Also, to recap what we did last week, you went two and one. Uh, you you got. Oregon to cover and Ole Miss plus the points, yeah. you know, miss, miss close on Bama, of course. Yeah. It's funny. You would have won that if Michigan hadn't missed that extra point because that, that tying touchdown would have been actually the go ahead touchdown in regulation. Huh. Well, think about we that. Are. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to live with that now. Thanks. I know. It's just, uh, just, you know, food for thought. Um, I went one and two. Pretty terrible end of the season for for myself. Uh, lost on Texas, of course, who I thought was the championship favorite, and Ohio State. Yeah, how do you feel about how, how do you feel about that? I was watching that game. And I'm like, ooh, Emerson thought these guys were going to win yeah. the whole thing. I, I'm not mad about being wrong. Obviously, I, I was you know kind of rooting for Washington in a way, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I was a little surprised. I thought they were the better team, but I think the the quarterback play was really the difference. There you go. Yep. And then my only win was Georgia covering 19 points. <laughs> Pretty sweet. You could have had them plus 62. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> or minus 62. Yeah, or minus minus 59 because they won by 60, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so what was our final for the year? So uh, like? going into the last 
last game of the year, year 22, 28 and one, six Ooh. games under 500. I'm 21, 27 and three, six games under 500. So, so we're stinky. We're both stinky. <laughs> good, good thing <laughs> that's is that. Yeah. That's not good. Good thing there's no actual money good. on the line here. Good thing we have the NFL to look forward to. Yeah, I know. Our NFL picks, you know, we're, we're okay there. College, not so much. Nice. Not so much. They're amateurs. I thought about putting a little wrinkle in uh, college picks next year where we can actually pick against each other. So we'll talk about that going into the next season. Okay. okay. <clears throat> I think that's all we got for college football. That was a nice, healthy segment. I'm excited yeah, for Monday. Should okay. be a good game. On to the National Football League. My Dallas Cowboys last Saturday beat the Detroit Lions 20-19. to And this game was just it was, uh, chaotic. It was interesting. <laughs> yeah, chaotic, yeah. So for one, it was the Cowboys' toughest home game of the season, given you know score wise. Yeah, they struggled with Seattle a little bit at the beginning, and that was a close game as well. But they ended up pulling away. The Lions tried a two point conversion, and it worked. But number sixty eight, the you know left guard or one of the linemen, <laughs> or left or yeah one of the left tackle, one, yeah left yeah, tackle. he did not report eligible. Supposedly it was number seventy, and so when he caught it, there was a flag and. For a legal receiver. They took it back. Yeah. Illegal receiver, and so still so 20 to 19. I mean, you got to give it to the Lions for trying this, I guess. I don't think – Dan Campbell is a gambler. Yeah. you gotta, you gotta, you got to love him for that. I love how he kept going they, for it. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, they tried – they failed the first time, tried the second time, and, of course, in classic, classic, you know – Late December, early January, cowboy fashion. What happens? <laughs> Micah Parsons offsides, which he is a habitual line stepper. Literally, he always gets called on this call. I'm telling you, he he does more. He does, you know, not often, but he does, and it's annoying. It's like, yeah. dude, like, I understand you want to get, you know, get there as soon as you can, but you this you can't be doing this. Offsides is one of the most annoying penalties. I would I would agree. Defense, yeah, uh, yes, hundred percent. Yeah. So they get the the Lions get the third try, and they miss it. And of course, after this, it was just it was like the talk of the town for the next couple of days, you know, because it does kind of seem like the Lions got hosed. Yeah, because the the reporting by the offensive lineman apparently was botched by the referees, is is what it sounds like. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, we because don't because the way. We don't yeah. know for sure, but no. go ahead. I think it, when you see it, when you see the the replay of there was two guards that went over there to talk to the ref, and then seventy comes out from the sideline and he points at seventy because I think sometime in the game earlier he also he reported eligible seventy did uh-huh. earlier in the game, so I think he kind of just assumed and that's on the ref, right? Like I think the ref, the ref needs to. But they need to be a little more clear with the ref. I mean, I don't think there's any kind. I mean, everyone's going to say, oh, you know, it's the Cowboys and, you know, the refs are in on it. I don't think <laughs> yeah. that's the case. It's no. kind of ridiculous. That's definitely it's not. Kind of a, it's, a, it's a scapegoat right. take. You know, I'm not, I don't think, you know, the refs are the refs. Yeah. And I think they fucked up on this. Yeah, they did. That's at least, I mean, because I didn't watch it. I just, I watched replays and I've had it explained to, to you know, me, you know, watching watching TV, you know, about it, and everyone thinks that the refs made a mistake, so I'm just going to assume that's what happened because I don't, I don't know any differently. But uh, yeah. it just – it's weird, and it's unfortunate for the Lions. I mean, uh, yeah, sure, they could be playing for the one seed, but it's not – I don't know. 
I don't feel <laughs> I don't feel like horrible horribly for them. They're still going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. They still won the division. Shit happens. I think uh, if anything is some some motivation for the future. Yeah. I agree with that, and that's why I now fear the Lions in the playoffs against the Cowboys. If that were to happen, they have that fuel now. They have that, we should have won. We should be in your position, not yeah. ours. So I'm kind of worried about that. But besides all that, the refs missed a tripping penalty on the Cowboys on the drive before that. They called it on the Cowboys tight end. I forget which one. Uh-huh. When it should have been on, I think, Aiden Hutchinson. Oh, interesting. So it was called for, it was called for the Lions, so that made the Cowboys – it was like a you know second and twenty or something like that, so that kind of you know fucked them over a little bit. Yeah. And also, let's say the Lions did convert that two point conversion. They're up twenty one to twenty. Obviously, everything's been all it's all on their side now. All of the momentum's on their side. Yeah. The Cowboys still had one timeout, twenty seconds, and arguably the best deep kicker in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't over. So, it wasn't over. Like let's yeah. say you know the Cowboys get the ball back. Couple plays, throw it to CD Land a couple times, maybe Brandon Cooks. And what, in my opinion, once you get past the like the 45 of the Cowboys, I think they're in range. I mean, it's a, it'd be a long kick for Brandon Aubrey to hit. Yeah. But I think he could have. But I mean, we've Before seen him make you know those 59, 60 yarders or whatever uh, with ease. Yeah, yeah. Or I mean, he's distance clearing him, clearing distance. by 10 yards. You know, so. Yeah. So there's a lot of things, there's a lot to talk about, but I just don't think, I mean, the the refs weren't good on either side towards the end. And I think even if the Lions would have hit that two-point conversion, Cowboys could have pretty, I think they could have gotten field goal range and won the game. Still. Yeah. Would have been a lot more pressure, don't get me wrong. Wouldn't have been easy. But it's, I think a lot, I think too much was kind of put on the, Missed calling, right? Me, I guess. Well, I mean, yeah, like I, I get it, like because because let's say sorry, let's say the Cowboys don't get that tripping call call on them. I think Tony Pollard either gets a first down or he's close, and if they get a first down, the game's over. Right. So it's you know you can kind of go on both sides of that, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, that, that's the thing about like blaming, you know, one missed call and that saying that's what cost you the game, like. Sure, in the moment, that's what it's going to feel like. But, you know, there's like 150 plays in an NFL game. <laughs> you can't just, you know, blame the outcome on one singular error by, by the officials, you know. It's kind of stupid. Yeah. Well, and give Jared Goff credit because I think he said that post game. He's like, you know, you can't you – know, it's, it's kind of the classic thing to say as any player. Like, oh, you can't just blame it on one one call. You know, we have plenty of other – or one play because we have plenty of other plays that we could have done better, which right. I do agree with. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure inside he feels like they got hosed, <clears throat> like a lot of people do. <coughs> yeah, that's, and, just, that's just the way it goes sometimes. Yeah. and refs miss calls both ways in every game. It's not like they. Mm-hmm. And it, it's obviously that one's under the microscope because of the time of the game. But like you, like you just mentioned, there was a tripping call that was missed. So it's like, you know, one for one, I guess. Yeah. So. But uh, hey, one th- one other note. One other note on the Lions that I wanted to share with you that I just found out yesterday, and I don't know if you've seen this, but they they hung... We've t- we, we like to talk about banners in this in this podcast, at least I do. Big banner, they guys. Hung a, <laughs> they hung an NFC North 2023 Champions banner. Wow. Already, huh? But, you know, it's like, it's, it's like, it's like one of those that you can add on to. Okay. Because yeah. they have one next to it. Because they have one next to it when they were back when it was like the Central Division Champions. Gotcha. And it's like, you know from, you know, a couple from the 90s and, like, one from a really long time ago. 
I just want to ask you your opinion on it because it's. I think actually I'm okay with, I'm I'm more okay with those banners where like you can add years to it. And I where, think that's kind of what this is. Yeah. Right. Where instead of like, uh, you know, <laughs> having an individual banner for each division championship, each conference championship, yeah. all that shit. I, I kind of, I kind of like that better. Mm-hmm. The, they, the Lions deserve to have something to celebrate. So I, I'm, I'm kind of okay with this, but. If, let's say they win the Super Bowl, give them another <laughs> banner and just hang the Super Bowl one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I just thought it was kind of funny. I, I was like, I have to mention this. <laughs> There's also no team in the NFL that has enough championships where they would be overloading their rafters with banners if they were only hanging championships. Yeah. Sorry, right. I got a phone call. Sorry, I didn't hear anything you said. I got a phone call mid there, but we can just keep going. That's right. You good. I actually forgot to put my phone on Do Not Disturb. I should probably do that right now. Well, I did too, but I think I think when you, when someone calls you back to back, it goes through automatically. Yeah, it goes the second one goes through automatically. Yeah. So. No worries. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, good for the Lions. I mean, we already talked about it last week when they clinched the division, but uh, it's nice to see them win a win a division finally. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> uh, my Niners. Clinched the one seed on Sunday. Uh, I knew this was coming from. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I knew they were going to get the one seed eventually. It's just like how was how was Philly going to fuck it up for themselves? You know after I mean? after the Cowboys beat the Eagles, I was like, if the Niners don't get the one seed, it's it's on them, <laughs> you know. Um, but they yeah they beat the Commanders uh, on Sunday, twenty seven ten. Pretty pretty blah game. Not a lot of juice to it. The Commanders are terrible. Sam Howell stinks. Um, but uh, the Niners got the job done. Unfortunately, McCaffrey did injure his calf in the game, so he's not going to play this week, which I think they would have sat him anyways, yeah, um, regardless of injury. Um, but hopefully he'll – I mean, the assumption is that he'll be healthy for for the uh, divisional round of the playoffs, so looking forward to that. It does feel weird not having anything to play for in the last week of the season. So it's not a bad position to be in. Brother. It's it's not, but it's, but it's weird. Like, I – like – I'm going to watch the Niners tomorrow and it's not going to matter. And it, it's really rare to be in that situation. And it's almost uncomfortable. Honestly, it's, it's kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> you, can, you can honestly do something with your day tomorrow and not even worry about it. I could. <laughs> like, it's probably not really worth watching. No. For, for my no. mental, you know. There's no reason to watch it. Yeah. But I'm going to because what the fuck else am I going to do? Um, <laughs> what, time do you guys, what time do you guys play? Uh, pretty sure it's a one. One. Yeah. yeah. And but, of course, know, the Rams I, I, aren't playing their guys either, so it makes it even worse. Yeah. So, so it's just yeah. I will give you your congratulations. You know, I you know I've been on the Niners or good good bandwagon all season. The Bang Bang Niner train. Yeah, I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> but they're a very good football team. You know, like I told you, I kind of think it's a foregone conclusion pending injuries for them to make the Super Bowl. Because I just don't see them losing a playoff game at home. But I could be wrong. Hopefully it's at the, uh, you know, hopefully it's from the Cowboys. That'd be just the best. Yeah. I, I think, I feel like the Cowboys are the biggest threat to the 49ers at, the, at this moment. In the I, NFC, I that just, is. Yeah, because I don't think the Lions are and the Eagles. I don't know. The Lions do right kind of, like, if, if we had to face the Lions, that would be interesting because of their, because of, Goff's got some, some deep ball in his game. 
And the Niners, yeah. you know, they, they struggled on the back end at times. And Dan Campbell, he likes to do some trick plays, some fake punts, some, you know, fourth down conversions, like we know, two-point conversions. That, that dude's brain is is a pretzel, but it works out for him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, uh, he, the he's, he's a little twisted in the wrong in in the right way. <laughs> <laughs> he played football. He's a little nuts. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. He's a tight end, no less. <laughs> yeah. Uh, game that we're watching right now: Steelers, Ravens. Steelers are up fourteen to seven. Ravens also clinched the one seed in the AFC with a fifty-six to nineteen win over the Dolphins. Yeah, oh, they God. just they pulled it out on the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it, it wasn't pretty. They literally it put was. it on the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's <clears throat> I I don't really know what else to say. I mean, the Ravens, they've kind of I mean, obviously after the Niner game, they've been a good team all season. Yeah. I'm not going to say, you know, I'm not going to belittle what they've done. But it just seems like after that Niner game, they've just it's all, it's just like they've they're like in the mainstream now. Oh, they woke There's people up. I think no one was really yeah. – everyone was sleeping on them. I, I think yeah. even the 49ers exactly. slept on them. And well, because now, I, think, I think all throughout the season it was like Eagles and Niners. Who's better? Right. And then, you know, the Ravens do that to the Niners. And it's like, oh, shit. Yep. Like these guys – these guys in purple and black are mean business. Mm-hmm. They're so. – like – they kind of they kind of feel like the Denver Nuggets to me in a way last year where okay it's like okay you have you know Lamar is your Jokic he's he's in his prime he's destined to finally get to a Super Bowl um, they have a great team around him right now amazing defense uh, it, it's they may not get there but how could how could they not be the favorites right now you know yeah and and you know. It's one of those things where, and we'll talk about this when we get to the end of the NFL segment, um, but it's, I kind of lost my train of thought, but <laughs> it's just like, it's it's just like they have, they, they should win. Like they, they, you don't, you, you kind of feel like you, you got to see it to believe it, but like they, they should be the favorites. There's no question in my mind. So you think that they should win the Super Bowl? I mean, based on what they've shown, like why, why not? Yeah. I mean, I know that the Niners are formidable, but they they've already shown they can take care of the Niners. So, yeah. <clears throat> uh, the Arizona Cardinals upset the Eagles. This was massive. massive. Cry, cry Eagles cry. Thirty-five, <laughs> thirty-one. This was very surprising. This also helped the Niners, or this helped this helped Niners clinch the one seed. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. also puts the Cowboys. In the driver's seat for the two seats somehow. Yeah. What's ha- what has happened? I can't believe this. <laughs> the Cowboys win tomorrow against the Commanders, and they're like 13-point favorites, so they fucking better win. They win the NFC East and they're the two seed. Unbelievable. It's crazy. They will not play the Niners unless they meet in the championship game, which the Cowboys have not made it since. 1997? 
you know, if that you know if that were to happen, it'd be no biggie. It'd just be the the biggest cowboy game I've ever seen in my life against the Niners. He's <laughs> <laughs> shit in my pants. Crazy. <laughs> so yeah, Eagles they are falling apart. Don't really know what to, to think of them, and they're pretty much root for the Cowboys to lose, and they have to win also. It's insane what's happened to them. The Niners just. The Niners, I think they fucked him up mentally a little bit. I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it. Well, it was funny because they were on that run of like squeaking out wins, and we were still giving them credit because of what we saw them do last year. We we're like, okay, they they must still be the same team. They're just, you know, and they're just finding ways to win. Then the Niners yeah. beat the shit out of them, and then they kind of they kind of you know brought in a little self doubt. I'm I'm got to imagine, right? <clears throat> uh, yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just weird. Yeah. And they're still, I mean, they're still in the playoffs, obviously, and maybe they could figure it out, but it just seems like everything is just not going the way they thought it was going to go. Yeah. It's uh, it's uh, interesting stuff. And fucking Cowboys, how about it? They're going to win the division. <laughs> well, let's, let's pump the brakes, bro. Let's pump the brakes. If they lose to Washington, they're toast. <laughs> well, it, it would be, it would be classic Cowboys. Like, oh, they're going to win the division. They lose. They're probably the five seed, and it's kind of like, what do we make of the Cowboys now? I mean, the, the Niners didn't bring it whatsoever on Sunday, and they still won by 17 points over Washington. They better fucking beat the Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Still a lot of uh, playoff implications on the line this week. Uh, of course, the Steelers right now pretty much just put the game away with a field goal. Um, they are They don't have – they don't control their own destiny. Um, but if they win, definitely, you know, helps their chances of getting in. They need, I think they need another team to lose. I'm, I'm trying to remember what they need. I think they might need Jacksonville to lose for them to get in, but, uh, still three playoff spots open in the AFC, two in the NFC. Um, Bills Dolphins is going to be a great, great matchup tomorrow. Uh, winner is going to be the oh, yeah. uh, winner of the AFC East. The final game of the regular season. That's, that's pretty awesome. Can't, can't draw it up much better than that. No, absolutely not. The NFL knows what they're doing. Yeah. And then it's Colt is real. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then Colts are playing the Texans, which is a winner. Winner goes to the playoffs. Loser is out, which is pretty cool as well. Um, winner of that game still also has a chance to win the AFC South. And then, of course, the NFC South is still up for grabs too. With um, So we got Tampa Bay, New Orleans, and Atlanta still vying for that spot. So that should yeah. be fun. The worst division in football. <laughs> <laughs> who'd, so, have, you know, who'd have had the Colts and Texans, though, playing in a one-game win-and-you're-in situation in Week 18, though, <laughs> coming into this year? No. 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 So the Steelers look like they're on the road of winning this game. Mm-hmm. And that means that every team in the NFC or AFC North is going to have a winning record. Well, that no, because the Bengals are eight and eight, right? You still there? Oh, that's right. It's the Bengals. I'm yeah. thinking of. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. My bad. My bad. But they could beat the Browns, and that would that would be a fact. Hey, can you hear me? <clears throat> yeah, I got you. Nope. Can you hear uh, me? Yeah, I got you. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're kind of going out there for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Yeah. But yeah, I got you. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, Bengals, uh, they would have to beat the Browns, which obviously, yeah. I don't think either of those teams has anything to play for. No, you're right. I was, talking, I was just totally thinking Steelers wrong, <laughs> 100% wrong. But one of one of the most impressive 
you know, seasons for a single division that I can remember. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, I think I read it would be the first time since like the thirties that a team all had a winning record in the same division. That's crazy. So yeah. Imagine, long imagine long winning more than you lose and still finishing in last place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> yeah. That'd be, a, that'd be a slap in the face. You're right. Uh, all right. Uh, shall we do player of the week? I want to say a couple things first. Yeah. yeah go for it. Things I want to mention. Hit it. We had Scorigami this week. Another one. Yes, sir. <laughs> Where's that bell at? Hit it for me. Oh, there we go. Uh, the Baltimore 56 to 19. That's, that was a score, Gami. I think mm-hmm. Miami has been involved in like three or four of these this year. When, as soon remember. as I saw that score, I was like, I got to go to the, the X account and check it out, see if, uh, see if it's legit. Kind of also, Mike Tomlin, we just mentioned the Steelers. He has 17 straight non losing seasons, so congrats Crazy. to him. Crazy. And here like he is. All, I think it's like third all time. And here he is coaching for his life with Mason Rudolph. <laughs> Absolutely. Like we talked uh, about earlier. <laughs> my Dallas Cowboys have seven Pro Bowlers. Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, Brendan Aubrey, Micah Parsons, Brian Anger, who is the punter, Zach Martin, and Deron Bland. Congrats to them. Oh, yeah? Well, Niners got nine, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, well, I, I, they do, and I think they have eight starters, don't they? <laughs> but I, I don't know about the starting situation, but they got nine guys in there for sure. Well, it's a shame that none of, it's a shame that none of them will be able to play in the game. Cause I know it's, it is a bummer. All your Cowboys will be there though. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, you know it. <laughs> and also, this was something that came to my attention not too long ago, a couple hours ago. There's going to be an NFL wild card game on Peacock. Lame. I saw that on Saturday, right? Oh my God! You're telling me? Okay, this, this is this is getting out of hand. No pun intended, but that's a fucking fumble by the NFL. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's it's just bad. I mean, I mean, who? I mean, what are the chances? If the Cowboys are on Peacock, I'm gonna riot. Oh, that that that'd be fucking ass. They wouldn't put the Cowboys on Peacock though. They're smarter than that. I don't think. I think they're smarter than that. Seriously. It's gonna be like, uh, who? I'm I'm trying to think of like potential matchups. Bucks Eagles, like we talked about. <laughs> they're gonna put the defending NFC champs on Peacock. You yeah, think? no, that's that's a good point. I'm trying to think of maybe a shitty AFC game. Like they wouldn't put the yes. Chiefs on there. No. Um, who who's bad? <clears throat> Whoever the Jags play if they win the division. Mm. Jags Browns. There we go. You calling it? Yep. <laughs> Although we right, did say that that might be the uh, that might be the Monday game. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Nonetheless, it's it's shitty. Don't yeah. do this NFL. I don't, I don't know what you're doing. Stupid. The Amazon Prime shit to me is too much. Oh, uh, to begin with. Yeah. The the thing is like. Peacock is free for most people that have Xfinity. So similar to like a lot of people already have Amazon Prime, Mm -hmm. but still it's fucking stupid. It's just an inconvenience, really. Yeah. Like it it also makes it inconvenient for the places that you go out to watch the game where they have to go switch over to a streaming network over, you know, before the game starts. Stupid. And, And unless Peacock also has something similar to Amazon Prime, where they have a channel that you can purchase with it. Yeah. With it. I mean, that'd make it easier for the people in the bars. And yeah. Like Cause that's, I know that's how direct TV is with Amazon prime because they have a, a channel that you can purchase, but still fucking stupid. Uh, player of the week. Give it to me. Who do you got? Uh, 
it's crazy that we haven't – I don't think either of us have called this guy's name all year, and he's going to win the MVP. Lamar Jackson, yeah, five touchdowns. Insane. Not only is his MVP going to be unanimous, but this week he is unanimous in player of the week because I also have him as well. <laughs> yeah, I figured you probably were going to have him. Um, I want to say there was someone else that I had in mind, but I'm, I'm forgetting him right now because – Lamar was too hard, or too, uh, you know, too hard to pass up. Eighteen for twenty-three, three hundred twenty-one yards passing, five touchdowns, a perfect passer rating. Thank you and for having the numbers. Of, <laughs> yeah, on top of that, thirty-five yards rushing. Why not? Still yeah. in there. Yeah. He, he, you know, his rushing was still, you know, awesome compared to most people's standards, but not as prolific as he has been in the past. But but still a threat. You know. It, it is kind of funny because it doesn't seem like it was a typical Lamar Jackson season, but he still is going to win the MVP easily. There's no, yeah. it seems like there's no doubt, yeah, right? Yeah. Hopefully he can win two MVPs this year, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Beat the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Fuck that. <laughs> doesn't, sound, Cowboys, doesn't sound as cool when you say it that way, huh? <laughs> the Cowboys aren't winning the Super Bowl. They're not even going to make it. No, the divisional Dallas Cowboys. You know this. <laughs> they do own the wild card round. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. Some, hey, someone has to. Someone yeah, has to. Right? I mean, who's, who else is going to do it? <laughs> All right, let's go. All right. Week 17, picks, recap. Uh, let's see. You went two and one gauge. Mm-hmm. No money made. I went one and two. No money made. But... Uh, we're still looking pretty good this season. Uh, overall records, you're 28, 22, and 1, plus $1,400. I'll take that. Nice. I'm 27, 23, and 1, so a game behind okay. you, plus 700. Go. Hell of a season we've had. We've, we've both clinched minimum 500 record. Are these uh, our, Is this our best season so far? Easily, with? easily. Yeah, I think two years ago we were we were like, I think you had a tough year the first year, and I was like just under 500. I and mean, last year we were both under. So nice, nice uh, bounce back, um, and we still got one more week to go. We can pad our stats a little bit. There we go. Uh, so who do you have this week? I have my three hundred dollar pick. I'm picking the Bills minus two and a half against the Dolphins. I just don't know if the Dolphins have the juice. They can only beat the Cowboys, who have a winning record. Besides that, I don't know. I don't know. My two hundred dollar pick. I'm picking the Bucks minus four and a half against the Panthers. Panthers just aren't good, and I think the Buccaneers are playing for something, if I'm not mistaken. They are, yes. They need to win. Yeah. And my $100 pick, I'm picking the Jags minus four against the Titans. No, 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 no. I, thought you had the, I thought you had the Patriots. Oh, that's right. I didn't change on my thing. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Because you had the Jags. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't change it. Okay, so it was the Patriots against the Jets. Sorry, America. I had to cut Gage off. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have it in my notes. You're absolutely right. I yeah. did pick the Patriots. Was it minus two against the minus Jets? Minus two against the Jets, yep. I'm picking Bill Belichick to fuck over what's soon going to be his former employer in the draft stock and win his last game as a Patriots head coach. Nice, nice. I like all those picks. Buffalo scares me a little bit because I think we're hyping up this Buffalo train quite a bit. And well, yeah, coming from coming from you who picked him to go to the Super Bowl? I did. I didn't say they were going to win the division, but I said they were going to go to the Super Bowl. But I just feel like, like maybe – it's very possible we're going on the road against Miami and, you know, Miami wants some revenge after getting their ass kicked by Buffalo earlier in the year. Yeah. It could be a different situation. We'll see though. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a, a pretty interesting matchup. 
All right, my three picks. I'm taking with my $300 pick the Houston Texans minus one and a half against the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I just I, I like C.J. Stroud quite a bit. I think he's you know his second game back from injury. I think uh, he's he's going to show up. Um, my $200 pick, I am taking the Jacksonville Jaguars minus four. Thank you yes. very much. Yes, yes. <laughs> At the Tennessee Titans, they need to win to win the division. So obviously a lot to play for there. And, uh, Trevor Lawrence, he needs to get the, get the train rolling again. Um, also taking the Atlanta Falcons plus three against the New Orleans Saints. And I'm really just doing this because I don't have faith in Derek Carr to, you know, <laughs> come out on top in a must-win game so used car for sale used car for sale man <laughs> that's such a great fucking meme <laughs> it is it yeah. is and that's the final picks of the regular season what a great Sad. season we had we'll, we'll do some more playoff picks uh of course as we did last year but yeah good stuff the regular Excellent. season always goes by too fast well, it's, it's funny. Like, I remember when we got to the midpoint of the season, we're like, fuck, it's already halfway done. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's done. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is crazy, though. It's by far the shortest regular season of all the major sports. Yeah. It's like now it's like four and a half months. <clears throat> you know, it's only 18 weeks. Yeah. <clears throat> every other every other sport plays like a six or seven month regular season. Mm-hmm. Not the NFL. They can get away with it. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's do uh, our second to last top six of the year. All right. For the NFL. Okay, do you want to go first? Sure. I got the Ravens one, Easy. Niners two, no, no, no changes there. I'm going to put the Cleveland Browns at three, at 11 and five. They have beat the Niners and the <coughs> Ravens, and they've lost to the Ravens. That's a pretty damn good resume, if you're asking me. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. I don't see another team being deserving of three as of right now. Number four, you're going to laugh in my face, but just hear me out. I'm putting the Eagles at four at 11 and five. Okay. Be- because they have beaten four teams that have 10 wins. They have. You're right. So I think that's pretty good. They've also, you know, they've lost the Niners and the Cowboys, and that's why I can't. I put them above <clears throat> the Cowboys, who are also 11 and five, because. They, I think they just have a better resume of wins than the Cowboys do. The Eagle or the Cowboys have beaten the Eagles and the Lions, so I think that's better. Or that's not as good as the Eagles winning against the Dolphins, Cowboys, Chiefs, and Bills. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Cowboys have lost to the Niners, Eagles, Bills, and Dolphins. Um, at six, I'm putting the Detroit Lions. The only good win, in my opinion, is the Chiefs. Yes, they've lost to the Ravens, who are my number one team. They've also lost to the Cowboys. And at number seven. I know we're doing it's top six on my seventh team. I put the Dolphins at seven, and I know it kind of goes against everything that I do in this top six because they have beaten the Cowboys and they have the same record. But I just think the Cowboys do have the better wins, in my opinion. The yeah. Dolphins have only beaten the Cowboys. So you had the Cowboys at five, I'm sorry, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And they've, I mean, we all know the Dolphins' good losses because they can't beat a good team unless it's the Cowboys. They've lost the Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, and Ravens. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with that whatsoever. I mean, I think when you put the put the resumes next to each other, you know, I think I think you got it pretty much spot on. Yeah, it, it's really hard when you when you're looking at you know 
it's easy to overvalue head to head because of course that's important when you're when you know the CFP does their rankings. Yeah. But this is a totally different situation where, you know, we're talking about teams that have lost five times. <laughs> the CFP doesn't have to worry about, get, you know, teams that have lost four or five games, you know, in a season. Mm-hmm. So it's it's definitely different. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Because, you know, because normally cause I'm, I'm changing, you know, I'm, I'm growing when we do this. Yeah, fair enough. Because normally, normally I'd probably put the Dolphins ahead of the Cowboys and the Lions, but I, I couldn't do that. Yeah. Because, I mean, it might seem silly. I have the Eagles up there at four still. Because they're not playing great, but their yeah. resume is good. Yeah, no, 100%. And, and they have a good loss to back it up, in my opinion. No doubt. And this has been a you? this has been a weird year because we have all these teams like kind of crammed together. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, Baltimore is 13-3. They just lost, which we're not going to really consider that because we already did these lists. But um, but there's even they like don't really stand out that much compared to everybody else, you know, from a win loss record or win loss standpoint. Um, but yeah, so my list is actually the top four. I have the exact same as you. I got Baltimore, wow. uh, the Niners, Browns, and then Eagles. I like, like you, I couldn't, like the Eagles, even though they don't, they've been terrible over the last five weeks. Um, but I, their resume still stands out, you know, much more than everybody else that's, you yeah. know, at, at that, or that would be competing for that final spot in the top four. I mean, they, they arguably have the best resume from, opponent's wins standpoint i i would say baltimore is the only team that, that i have we'll be baltimore yeah because yeah. baltimore overall has beat 10 teams that are 500 or better uh <laughs> phillies that had got six of those wins niners got eight of those wins um and cleveland seven so i think in order that pretty much makes sense um I do have the Eagles, or, or sorry, the Dolphins at five, and I did, I did fall into the head-to-head trap a little bit, um, but I, I do agree with you. Like you made it, like the Dolphins probably don't really deserve to be there, um, but I am kind of going with the, you know, who beat who route, which is tough because, like, say, say Detroit had beaten Dallas, that that would totally change. It, 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 and if they all had the same record, obviously that wouldn't have been the case if Detroit beat Dallas. But say that happened and they were all still 11-5, I'd probably have a completely different list because there would be a little bit of a, you know, round robin in a, in a sense there. So It's a tough, situa- it's a tough situation. Yeah, I mean all, – All these teams are crammed together. Right. And so I, that's why I don't I, – it's – there's no – you're not totally right or totally wrong in, you know, and vice versa. I think it's just – I had to I had to go one way or the other, and I just decided mm-hmm. to stick with Miami because I, I I honestly went back and forth on this like 15 fucking times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I ended up as like okay, I guess the most logical one would be to put Miami there because of the head-to-head beating Dallas, who beat Detroit, and even like the the controversial win of Dallas <laughs> over Detroit kind of you know was was hovering over over me in this situation too, but. But of course they they still and, got not, and yeah the, the Cowboys lost to the Dolphins but it's not like they got trampled by them like, exactly was, I think it's another great it was, point yes a, a win is a win but it's not like they lost to the Dolphins like the Dolphins lost to the Ravens you know it, what I mean it wasn't one hundred percent one hundred percent and that's why I another reason why I didn't have a tough time keeping filling the top four over those other teams because even though you know Philly got blown out by the Niners and and the Cowboys back to back but. We just saw Miami, even though they played a good team, they look lifeless against the fucking <laughs> against the Ravens, you know. Yeah. So oh, yeah. that that had to be like I, I definitely couldn't put them in the top four because of that. 
which yeah. I don't think it was a consideration anyways, but, but yeah, I think, uh, I also say like somewhat spoiler alert, the Ravens and Niners are locked into the one and two spot for next week for me. Um, given that neither team has anything to play for this week. Yeah. I maybe even say the Browns might be locked into number three because I don't think they have anything to play for either. Um, and I just, I think it would be stupid to, you know, punish a team for not playing their guys and, and, you know, yeah. Personally, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll definitely reevaluate the whole situation next week when it, when it comes down to it. But, but yeah. But yeah, yeah. Same, same top four. Pretty, you know, we all kind of have the same idea, you know, when it comes to the rest of the top six or seven. But, yeah. uh, but yeah, that's it. I mean, it's, uh, we got, I'm trying to think what's, what games are going to make the most noise this week. I mean, Buffalo, Miami's huge. Unfortunately, the, I think the, I, I think the game coming on next is going to make some noise, the Texans-Colts. Yeah, I mean, that that's not going to affect our top six, but it's uh, – oh, so oh, you mean top six-wise. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, if the, I mean if, the, if the Cowboys lose. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the Cowboys lose and the Bills win, the Bills are all of a sudden in the top six. Uh, I have a, I actually have a question. So, you know how, like, in the college football playoff thing, they say that the criteria they look for, one of the things is conference championships? Would you value like the Cowboys winning the tiebreaker in the NFC East as something for next week? Because um, that I, that was kind of creeped into my mind when I was making my list this week. It's a good point, but I think I'd say probably no, because that's not the way I've been doing it. Yeah, but I do see what you mean. Because sure. I, mean, I mean, like I, I just was trying to think of a way to like equate what a conference championship means, yeah, you know, I mean, in the NFL, NFL you know? Yeah. I mean, it felt like division title was the closest thing. Yeah. But, uh, well, I guess, well, I guess it would be kind of tough because let's say, you know, let's say the Cowboys win and the Eagles both win. They both have the same record. Right. Eagles had the better wins and the Cowboys won the division. So it's, it's, yeah, I probably it's still, I I'd probably still lean Eagles given who they've played. Right. Strength of schedule is definitely slightly in their favor. Yeah. Overall. So I'd probably I'd probably still pick the Eagles, but I do I the tough question coming you know, where you're coming from. Yeah. I just thought that, you know, it was just it crossed my mind because I was like, well the the Cowboys are gonna win the division, presumably. You know, like why why should I have the Eagles over them? But at the same yeah. time, like you just mentioned, Phillies Phillies wins and their strength of schedule has been more impressive than the Cowboys all year. <clears throat> That's so it's, it's a good question. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I think that's it for top six. Uh, we're going to move on to a uh, reverse Q&A that we did last week um, and get to the handful of responses that we got. They're all pretty much the same, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in different words. Uh, yeah. Our responders were the Scotty E, Ryan Hallett, Chava Way, and Seven Waffles. Scott said, nope, fraudulent, I'm afraid. Ryan said, he'll fold in the playoffs. As in Lamar, um, I guess that's just what the question was. It was yeah. I was gonna ask you. I was gonna say, what's the yeah. question? The, the question I mean, was. I know. I know what it is, but I yeah. think for people listening, they should probably know. Yeah. The question is, uh, is this the Ravens' year essentially? Um, and uh, so yeah, Ryan said he'll fold in the playoffs regarding Lamar. Uh, Travis said, "Fuck you," because he was butthurt about the Niners losing to the Ravens. <laughs> Which he was at the game. Which yeah, he was at the game. Sal, so you, can, so you can't go to big games anymore, bud. 
Off hey, limits. Can you, go to the Super Bowl for me? can you go to the Super Bowl in Vegas for me, please, this year? <laughs> Appreciate it very much. Uh, and then Seven Waffles said, no way, this happens every year in the Ravens joke. Oh. Now, the, the interesting thing is you said this happens every year, but Lamar hasn't played in the playoffs in like like three or four years, right? Ooh, okay. So I'll dispute that a little bit. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so I'll, I'll reply to all of these. Yeah. The Scotty E, we know him very well, Mr. Scott Erickson. Love him to death. I really do. This doesn't shock me that he said this because I just know how much of a Niner slipper he is. <laughs> I, I, lo- I love you, Scott. You're not listening, but I love you. But, I mean, I wouldn't expect you to say anything less. I wouldn't. No way. It was a bold comment coming from a 49er fan after they he just you know torched the Niners the week before. No, I don't think I don't think it's bold. I think it's the, I think it's him just being being who he is. <laughs> yeah, being who he is and being in denial. Yeah, he's like, no, it's not gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen again. Yeah. So I think I think I think he's talking feelings, not facts. <laughs> uh, Ryan Hallett, I think this is the first time he's ever. I don't think he ever did any Q and A's with us back. In the I feel day, like so maybe one, maybe, maybe one or two. Yeah, could be wrong. He's definitely he's definitely messaged us a time or two. Okay. Yeah. Appreciate the support, Ryan. Yeah. Um, I kind of put you in the same breath as Scott in this aspect. I know you're a big Niner guy. I follow you on Facebook. You do post about Niners all the time, which hey, you're a big fan. I appreciate that. You know, I'm a huge fan of my teams too. I just I, I think I think you ever since you asking this was kind of a recipe for disaster because <laughs> most of most of the people who are going to answer this are probably Niner fans. Yeah. And probably say no way, you know, cuz you know, Niners are better. It was just an off night. I just I thought like like why do our fans have to be so, you know, ungrateful and 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 you Cuz you guys are cuz you guys are delusional. No. No. I'm I'm reasonable. I'm reasonable. I'm kind of joking, but it's like, come on. I think I think we should have thought about this more. Because what were you expecting when you asked this question? Because you know, what do you think Sal's gonna say? Yeah, he's gonna beat us. <laughs> of course, he's gonna say, "Fuck you." I mean, come on. That was pretty funny. Yeah, um, it, it is funny. I yeah. always love a good laugh factor. And then Devin, I see where she's coming from because we've seen Lamar just, you know, he hasn't he hasn't been that guy. But I mean, what, honestly, though, I was trying to think about it. When is the last time he played in the playoffs? Because he didn't play be last year. year or the year before. It has to be that year that we went to the Sharks game, right? Remember they were playing at the Titans and lost? Oh, yeah. 2019? Or 20? No. 20? Yeah, it would have been. January of 20. January yeah. of 20, right? Yeah, yeah. The year that the Niners went to the Super Bowl. Was it? Yeah, because that, like right that was like right before COVID hit, hit, you know? Right, exactly. I remember watching the game on my phone. Or I remember like. Looking over and someone's watching the game on the phone, I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I I think everyone was kind of, I think everyone who answered the questions and I really do appreciate the the answers. You have no idea. It's great. <laughs> kind, kind of prisoner of the moment. And uh, feelings feelings, I think they were in their feelings mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this question. I, I think say you. Yeah, I mean like like we talked about before like it's it's kind of one of those things where i understand you got to see it to believe it but why i mean this guy's in his prime talking about lamar the ravens have an unbelievable team around him um honestly the afc even though it's pretty deep with solid teams i don't see another team that's as good as this as the ravens right now do you no i mean i would say maybe the niners that's it 
But I mean, uh, from or, or, or the AFC? Just, yeah, but no. just from the AFC. I mean, no. yeah. No, not in the AFC. No. And, and then to your point, like if the Niners are the team that you think is on their level, well, they already beat them by two touchdowns. So yeah, yeah. It, it, what, you know, I, I think what you said earlier about the Jokic, Jokic Lamar comparison mm-hmm. is great because I said I said the same thing about the Nuggets for you know, years on this podcast saying, I got to see it to believe it Yeah. with the Nuggets. Because I never believed it. I was like, I just don't think they can do it until they do it, and they did it. And now whenever I see any team playing Nuggets, I'm like, oh, that's a hard that's a hard game for them. You know what I mean? Right. So I think it's, it's got to happen eventually. And, I mean, yeah, you know, if you're a Niner fan, you guys think, well, it's got to be our time soon too. And, yeah, I think you guys are going to be good for years. But it kind of just – it does kind of feel like it's the Ravens year. Yeah. But the NFL, you never know. Right. You just – that's what makes this league so great because you really don't know. Well, and that, that is the other, the other side of it is like, yeah, you can feel like it's your time, but sometimes it just never is. Like, look yeah. at, look at, uh, like those really good Clippers teams with Chris Paul and Blake Griffin or like the Rockets when they had to go up against the Warriors every year. Sometimes if, there were times where it felt like finally this is our year. They just never got over the hump. You run into a better team. Yep. Or you just, you just can't figure it out on the, on the right day at the right time. Yes. So last time Lamar played in the playoffs was 2021. So the year after what you were talking uh, about, uh, um, they beat the they beat the Titans in the wild card round, and then lost to the Bills 17-3 in the divisional round. Okay. So hey, the Bills lost, and then the Bills lost to the Chiefs in the championship. Bill, the yeah, game? I think they got like blown out that year. Remember? Oh shit. When, and then the and then the Chiefs went on to get blown out by the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. So yeah, I don't, I don't really remember. I don't really remember that game. But I obviously I remember the Super Bowl. That was terrible. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I uh, like I said, I can understand the uh, the hesitancy on on believing in Lamar and the Ravens, but kind of feels like they got the team to do it. I don't I don't know what else how else to feel about it. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see. Appreciate the questions. Appreciate yeah. the questions or the, the, the responses. Yeah. Yeah. Response, the responses, the responses. Yeah. We'll, we'll think of a good one coming up soon, hopefully. Yeah, maybe before the playoffs start or. We'll try and make it a, a non yes or no question, maybe. Yeah. Might take a little yeah, more you, thought on our end, but. You need a couple sentences, not just, yeah. not just a couple words. You know? Maybe we'll try and like encourage people to send us a message rather than put it into the little uh, comment box like we did okay. last time. Yeah, I like that. Okay, I think it's that time. What do you what do you say? It's time for last call. That was easy. They're <laughs> <laughs> in first place. Who the thought? Yeah, not me. I, I love oh, how. One thing, I, 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 I just want to, to say this. Me? I want to say this real quick. Okay. I love how I was preaching to you all year. Like, hey, I mean. Why don't you root against the Eagles? The, the Cowboys could win the division, and here they are with it in their grasp. They could. It's just takes one win against one of the worst teams in the NFL, and they can do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, I mean, you were right. You're I right. win. Sorry. You were right. <laughs> okay. Go. Uh, we have to, one other thing I want to say for NFL. We have to go over our preseason predictions. For yes. Yeah. Yeah. So next week we'll do that. Yes. For sure. Because we, we totally whipped on the MLB predictions. I don't think we ever even went over those. No, we didn't, which is okay. I think we kind of talked about it during the World Series, like who we had. But, yeah, we didn't really go over it. But NFL, so we will definitely we, do that. Next week, we have to do it, okay? Yes, absolutely. Cool. Uh, speaking of football, my last couple last calls I have, 
The XFL and the USFL are merging. Did you see this? Yeah, they're going to be the, what, the UFL? Is that right? The UFL. Stupid. It <laughs> doesn't the, roll off the tongue. It just really doesn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Uh, they're opening supposedly March 30th. And I think the coolest part about this, the first game, both league champions will play each other. So the Arlington Renegades from the XFL are going to play against the Birmingham or Birmingham or Birmingham Birmingham yeah. Birmingham. Thank you, Stallions <laughs> from the USFL. I completely botched that, but I still think it's pretty cool that they are going to play each other. Wait, that's going to be what the first game you said, or that's just yeah. going to be a preseason game? That's going to be the first game. Okay, interesting. You know, and, kind of. And when was the, but, know, the last time the XFL had a season was like three years ago, right, or two years ago? I think it was probably 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Interesting. I didn't even know they had a. Did, did they have a champion? Well, no. Didn't the. Or did the, the XFL, XFL come back last year? The XFL's last champion was the Arlington Renegades because they were going to play the Birmingham Stallions. Okay. That's the whole thing. I don't know when it was, but I think it was. Was it last year? I, I did they come? I'm, I'm totally forgetting now. Maybe they did come back. Yeah, they did come back last year. Yeah. And so they they had a season, and the the USFL had a season. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Lame. I so. I can't believe they had like they literally had like three leagues trying to compete at the same time. It's like that's that's the worst way to go about it. If this UFL fails after one season, they have to cut it. Yeah, they gotta give like up. like just stop stop trying to do spring football. It's just not it. I think if I think this is gonna give it the best chance though. Like you you can't have multiple. If you have just one, like you you got a chance because there's not <laughs> there's not that many guys that deserve to be in a professional football field. Let's be real, right? No. Because I mean, your 32 teams in the NFL already have. 50 plus guys on each roster. So, yeah, got to be realistic about it. Uh, last thing I got uh, Shaquille O'Neal is getting his number retired by the Orlando Magic, number 32. I saw that. He's going to be the first player in their franchise history to get number retired. Shaq played four seasons with the Magic, led them to the NBA Finals in 1994, lost to Houston in four, unfortunately. And, you know, I didn't realize that he played for the Magic for only four seasons. Or for some reason, I thought it was longer. I would have guessed it was like five or six max, personally. Yeah. But it was only four. Obviously, he went to Lakers and Heat and became a legend. I think it's I, I think it's a little overdue, and I think it's deserving. You think so? I just think Shaq's just kind of – he's a legend. I think he, legend status. And he did take them to – He did take them to the finals. Fir- yeah. to, to, to their first NBA finals in their franchise's history. And yeah. There's only been two times they've ever done that. Yeah. So – it it is it is different when you're talking about these franchises that don't have a lot of history, mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. you know any other franchise that had a guy for four years, <laughs> that you know, you know take it for the Lakers for for instance, like if they had, you know, Shaq for four years and they didn't win anything with him, they probably wouldn't retire his number, even if he was amazing. I think it does depend on the franchise. You know, Lakers are the marquee franchise in the league. Yes, yeah. I agree. I don't know. I think it, it after like my first thought is like it kind of screams like desperation for like you know showing your history. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but okay. but yeah. yeah, I guess it is. He is like I, one one of the best players to ever play for them. So I get it. Yeah, because I mean, I would think you no, know, he's deserving. I think the second most deserving has to be Dwight Howard at some point, right? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, that's a good call. Some people on the comments on Instagram were like, you know, Penny Hardaway, but I'm like, mm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was. I mean, he was a part of that team with Shaq, but he's not 
a legend like Shaq is. You know, yeah, right? and dude is hurt like half his career. Yeah, and this <clears> is Shaq's third. This is Shaq's third number retired. Obviously, Lakers, the Heat, and now the Magic. So, congrats to Shaq. Yeah, he's, you know, he's a legend. He's an, he's just he's a legend on and off the court. He's I mean, I've fuck, I've seen him DJ a set at Coach or at Coach <laughs> Outside Lands. Yeah, you know, he's just like he's he's literally larger than life. It's just Shaq, you know. Shaqaroni. Everybody knows when you say Shaq, most people know who you're talking about in the United yeah. States. You're not talking about, you know, some shed that someone lives in. No. <laughs> talking, no exactly. talking about that seven-footer for the Lakers. Exactly. What do you got? Uh, so we're bringing back the NFL Bracket Challenge. I'm just going to get that out there uh, to the yes. people that listen. Uh, we're going to do it on ESPN this year because it's free uh, on ESPN. Um, I'm glad that ESPN brought it back finally because – I don't know why the fuck they weren't doing it for for the longest time. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so I'll get that out on Instagram, and we're going to do a $10 buy-in. So there will be a prize, probably a first and second place. Second place will probably be 20 bucks, and then the rest will go to first place. Okay. We Like, if we get, for some reason, we get a ton of people, maybe we'll do a third place, but probably keep it at first and second place. Yeah, I could probably try. I could probably try to get my dad and JoJo to join. Yeah, let's just get it, get the word out there, and uh, yeah, please. the more the merrier. Absolutely. I'd say if we if we get over twenty people, we'll do a third place. Yeah, I mean, I would love to get over twenty. That'd be if, great. If it's under twenty, we'll keep it at first and second. Um, I can't remember how many we had last year, but uh, I want to say Nick won on tiebreaker over me, if I remember correctly. So. Hey. Yeah. So good enough reason to come back. If you did it last year or in years past, do it again and uh, tell your friends. One last thing I want to ask you. Did you watch college basketball this week? I was waiting for that question. Um, you know what? Sort of. I had it on the television today. I wasn't really paying attention, but it was on. Um, also, you uh, you brought this up during the week about Peja Stojakovic's kid playing for Stanford. Mm-hmm. And uh, they actually beat number four Arizona last week there you go um and it was funny because i when i found out and because i knew he was going there and then i found out they beat arizona i was like i want to bring this up and last call and then you fucking beat me to it by by sending uh, i can't remember who you sent it to it might have been just me on like instagram about like his highlights from that game but i just thought it was yeah. cool that he's playing in stanford that is cool yeah because his dad didn't go to stanford did he Nah, his dad was born in Europe. Yeah, as far as I know. Yeah, I think he probably came up through Europe as well. <clears throat> Pretty good stuff. He looks like a good player too. I mean, yeah, Stanford's not a very good team, but <laughs> he looks like a like a stud. Yeah. So that's all I got. Yeah. With that being said, thank you for listening. Uh, no one's watching, so thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. It was a little different today, but I hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully next week I can be next to you and do this. Yeah. Hopefully that'd be so. Nice. That'd, be, that'd be a nice little change of pace. Little little NFL playoff preview next week as well. Oh man. It's getting down to it, baby. It's getting down to I can't wait. Yeah, it's it's fun stuff. Can't wait to be disappointed. 